Hello, and welcome to the Digital Workspace Works podcast. I'm Ryan Purvis, your host, supported by our producer Heather Bicknell. In this series, you'll hear stories and opinions from experts in the field, stories from the front lines, the problems they face and how they solve them, the areas they're focused on from technology, people and processes, to the approaches they took that will help you to get to the scripts for the digital workspace inner workings. How have you been keeping? You know, I've had better weeks than this one, I'll be honest. I don't know. I feel like so many things happened in the world uh, this past week, as you know, I'm sure you're <laughs> acutely aware of. And then um, one of my cats is pretty sick. So I guess the upside to that is that, well, so she's on um, a whole bunch of medications that she needs them, you know, multiple times throughout the day and working from home, I can actually do that, you know, if I wasn't working from home, be immensely stressful, or, you know, I'd have to, yeah, the whole, like, how, how do you actually do something like that when you're supposed to give them, you know, four times a day a medication? Well, I mean, I can share that from, from being a parent. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, not that the parent, not that pet owners are not parents, because it's like you're, it's a different kind of child. Um, but my son used to get tonsillitis. Tonsillitis, you've got to medicate them also six times a day with penicillin. And I, I remember, you know, fortunately working for two different companies and having two different experiences. Um, the first one would always say family first, but never really mean it. Um, the second one would say family first and enforce it. Um, which which is which is a much nicer experience. Oh, it's a nicer experience. I mean, it's never nice to have your, your child sick. Um, but because you know the ability in both cases there was to work remotely, um, it was a case of look, you know, go do what you need to do with the family, and you know we've got this. If you miss a meeting or whatever it is, don't worry about it. Or if you're working, like you know, because you because you're dealing with a child that that's not sleeping because they they they're running a fever and all that kind of stuff, and it was usually like. With, with CJ, it was about once a month. Mm. And, and, you know, you get to a point also where you, you're embarrassed to say, hey, listen, um, my son's sick again. And, and they look at you like, what have you done? And like, it's, it's like, it, it's, it's a natural thing for someone to judge you, especially if they don't have kids. And it's just because he's going to nursery school and, and his tonsils were enlarged and he wasn't at an age in the UK where they would take them out. If we were here in South Africa, you know, it would have been the first time he got tonsillitis it would have been one phone call and, and, he's, and they're out. The UK had to wait till he was a certain size. So for a year, you know, every month it was the cycle of, well, sorry guys, my son's got, you know, I get a, a phone call from, from my wife and she'd say, uh, it started again, CJ's red. And, and red is basically, his, his temperature's gone up so high, his whole body's gone pink. So you need to come back because we need to go to the doctor, da, 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 and we go through the whole cycle. So, so yeah, so, you know, when you, when you work in this sort of, digital way, it's great to have that flexibility to be, you know, obviously in hospital rooms, you know, re- replying to emails and, and working on stuff while we wait because you sit there for three hours while you wait for someone to see you and all that kind of stuff. And as long as your job can allow for that, it, it works out quite well. Definitely, yeah. I mean, you know, when it comes to health, whether it's um, human, human family or, or um, pets, 
just being able, even, um, you know, in my situation, being around to monitor her, you know, not kind of being away all day, just it removes a layer of stress, even though, you know, yeah, just being able to make sure things aren't getting worse or nothing strange is, is nothing new and strange is going on is, um, you know, I'd be more distracted sitting in an office all day, kind of waiting to go back home at that point. Yeah, well, that's that's exactly it. And, um, you know, that's that stress, that stress reduction you have because you're now there and you can see something change is huge. And, and, it, and it makes you more productive, I think. And, and it's not all about the work, but because you're not sitting at, at the office worrying about it. And, you know, some got mates that have got cameras that they watch their, watch their dogs remotely. I mean, we've gone out for lunch and they've called their dog on Skype to check in. <laughs> um, and they literally will talk to the dog for five minutes on Skype while you're sitting there having lunch with them. You know, it, it can it can be quite a big thing mentally to deal with. Yeah, I actually, there. I, yeah. No, I have, I have a camera as well. Um, I don't think the cats really, you know, you can talk to them through it, but they don't really respond. Um, you know, as long as they come running towards it, really. But um, with this condition, you know, I wouldn't be able to see, I'd just be able to see if she's walking around. That would be the only indicator on a camera. But um, how, how are you? doing you know that was a lot about me moaning about my situation how are you <laughs> oh we're fine we're good i mean as good as we can be i mean the the, the the good thing about this this latest revelation or this new variant is it's given south africa a bit of good marketing for again things we're good at from a medical point of view so that's that's a positive i mean obviously it, it, it scuppers our plans of going back well, at least at least this stage, we don't know if we'll go back when we think we're going back to the UK. But as I said to a few people, I think we're safer here still because it, because there's there's a good handle on it um, in the sense that we, you know, the, the southern government has, has had to handle, you know, TB and AIDS and and whatever for years. So there is all those, those that infrastructure is in place. So just another virus is just another, you know, thing to to handle. Um, but other than that, we're good. No complaints. Um, I made the car. Uh, this is this is actually quite funny. I was I was up at five, and I, normally what I do is I go the minute I'm up, I go for a walk, and I try to walk for for twenty thirty minutes. Uh, and sometimes I try to run, or depending on on how I'm feeling physically, uh, I've had some trouble with my knee, so that's I'm trying to build that up. Anyway, so I go for a walk this morning, and I'm not even ten minutes out, and it bloody starts to rain. So now I sprint back because I don't, you know, it's coming. It's, you know, it's just like a, a flash rainstorm. So I get back in and I'm, I'm sitting now, you know, I'm, I'm soaked. So I've got my shirt off and I'm sitting with my laptop and I'm starting to work through emails and, and some stuff that I've been meaning to do, that, but I usually don't do because it's, it's always so busy. And um, I'm in the middle of something and obviously I'm catching up emails and I, and I see an email that I replied to and I said, yeah, look, we should, we should have a chat about this. And the guy phones me. Um, and it must be about six in the morning, but because he's in Australia, you know, it's whatever time it is for him, three in the afternoon, four in the afternoon. And um, I like, I see the thing ring, but but I don't stop myself thinking, oh, it's six o'clock in the morning, I shouldn't answer the phone. I answer the phone, and we have like this hour-long conversation, and I keep thinking in the back of my head, what am I doing? This is like, the whole point of being up early is to do work. 
that you don't want to be you don't want to be disturbed during this time. Like this is your time to do brain work, and you're letting yourself be pulled into a call for something that's not important, not urgent, whatever. It was just a response to an email, and um, it made me think about some of the stuff we've talked about about having boundaries around your working time. Never mind that my kids are all sleeping and they're getting woken up now because I'm on the phone and all that kind of stuff. So fortunately, it was all the right time that they woke up. But it was kind of like you know, I didn't I didn't enforce my own boundaries, and and all I could think the, the whole morning is you know it's it's really mentally ruined my day because I was doing the stuff that I've been meaning to do and I just got into it, and of course the Pavlovian thing I took the phone call because it was ringing instead of declining it I, I answered it. And yeah, and that did the did the person in Australia know that you're in South Africa? Yeah, yeah, then if, you know, he knows fully, uh, and he still said, "Oh, you're up early." Uh-huh. I said, "Well, I'm always up. I'm always up early." And I, and, I, and I even there's actually a, a thing in the four-hour work week about this, where you, where any call you take, you actually have like a, a set speech, a script, where you, where you basically say, "I can do a call, but it's got to be quick." Uh, I even said to him, "Yeah, this is the time of the day where I actually get work done, where I don't want to be disturbed." And the guy didn't even register that that this should be a short call. Um, yeah. Uh, and it's one of those, and I think this is the, this this comes into a mental wellness thing as well. I, I have found there are people that um, are so lonely because of working remotely. Um, and I, I mean, I've you know experienced even though I've got a you know house full of people, etc. Because you're not interacting with with your work colleagues physically, you you're not getting that stimulation that you almost crave sometimes. And for some people, and this guy's not one of them, but, but there are others where they just want to talk because they don't get the opportunity to talk about work stuff. So so what should be a short conversation becomes a long conversation because they need to get it all out. Definitely, yeah. I've experienced that as well. You know, yeah, that extends a lot of a lot of calls, a lot of meetings <laughs> can just and it's hard because it's like you don't wanna completely uh cut that out or cut that off, but a lot of people do end up just on back-to-back calls all day. So it's hard to really balance making that efficient and then having time for any sort of casual interaction. Because then if you make time for that, you know, if you set like, you know, occasionally I would like to set, you know, 30 minutes in the week to catch up with a work colleague who in the office I would have interacted with, but working remotely, we had like fewer and fewer reasons to collaborate essentially. So we would just kind of catch up and we talk about some work stuff and some personal stuff. And it was just like, by like intentionally scheduling it in, I think that like satisfied that need um, instead of trying to talk to everyone a little bit on, you know, calls that were scheduled for a different reason. Yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a good habit to have just to catch up with people, but, but it's also draining. You, you can't sit like, uh, you know, today I've had, you know, back to back the entire day, and I've had a, had a half an hour gap before this call, and you you just have no energy by the time you get to after three four hours because you, you especially if you have a camera on you know you've always got to be on and, and attentive. Whereas if you're in a meeting in a room, you know it, it, because you're all there physically, you can get away with making notes on your on your thing without staring at people. Um, in fact, because you're in person, you, you're not staring. You don't want to stare at everyone all the time. It's rude in yeah. some cultures. Um, 
but when you're on the video calls, you know, you feel like you've got to be constantly engaged. Um, and even looking away sometimes feels wrong, uh, even though no one's talking to you. Um, so it's an interesting one, definitely. I want you to know that, but if there's any science behind that, any research done? Yeah, I haven't seen anything, um, but it's definitely worth worth a look. Like, I mean, you know, there's like broadly themes around wellness and burnout and like company culture being really hard to maintain, but, um, you know, sort of this like social, the social element of work, the, um, yeah, that human interaction piece. Um, it'd be interesting to see if anyone kind of explored it more. Yeah, I remember during the pandemic, there was a, well, the main part of it, there was a lot of talk about Zoom fatigue. Um, mm-hmm. And I know a few people that that were literally doing, um, you know, calls 12 hours a day. And it almost becomes the same as that, that I'm so busy mantra that, that people think makes them so, so important. You know, I've been on Zoom calls all day long. And you're like, yeah, but that's not good. You're not doing anything constructive in that time. Usually it's the meetings, you know, meetings have to be the balance of meeting and brain work, collaboration and brain work. Yeah. You know, I've always really, um, you know, I I don't mind when people cancel a call or move a call or I don't know if I've ever had someone say to me, like, I don't need to be honest, I won't attend. But like, I think people need to enforce um, those boundaries and not just because, you know, another call crept up at the same time, which is how it normally happens, but because, mm. you know you're working towards a deadline or you do have a, you know, a family commitment that maybe, um, does that have to happen in that block? No, but is there a reason why it should, you know, happen at that time that would make it better for your life? You know, like your colleagues just putting calls on your calendar, you know, they don't know what's going on with your full work and life schedule. So it's really up to um, the individual as well to like let you know, let people know or just enforce the boundary and, you know, you don't need to give your whole personal backstory. But um, I think the more people do that, the more it normalizes, like, um, not attending every single thing. Yeah, well, that's, I think that's a good point. I think there's, I mean, I remember even before the days of, of Zoom and, and Skype sitting on these conference calls with 20, 30 people, and there's no way you're going to contribute something valuable but you're on there because you've been told to be on there or whatever it is. And that's just such a costly exercise for a company. Um, I prefer, I think nowadays, and actually I was talking in a group about this the other day, meetings need to be short, um, call, call meetings at least. Um, you know, not, not even 30 minutes, 15 minutes, 25 minutes, that sort of range. Unless you're doing something like a workshop, which, which warrants a full hour or hour and a half. Um, yeah, because it's 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 exhausting, um, and you're not getting, you know, it's it's diminishing returns over time. Um, people need to have breaks and and recharge and and come in with with um, what's the word uh, motivation. Totally. I mean, it's almost like by having these all back to back, you know, hour long calls. They, um, I feel like at least for me. If I'm on, if I have a day like that, I'm not, um, you know, you're not bringing 
your best, freshest self to each call. So things maybe that could have taken a shorter amount of time get dragged on longer because you're kind of, you don't have time to, you know, prepare before the calls. You're hashing more things out live or um, mm. maybe there's not like a proper agenda or, you know, who's, who's even leading this call? Like those things tend to happen more and more. No, exactly. Exactly. Um, speaking of which, I am being pinged because I'm late for another call. Um, All right. So, yeah, it was good to catch up. Okay. okay. Thanks, Heather. Catch you later. Bye, man. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Heather Bicknell is our producer and editor. Thank you, Heather, for your hard work on this episode. Please subscribe to the series and rate us on iTunes or the Google Play Store. Follow us on Twitter at the DWW Podcast. The show notes and transcripts will be available on the website, www.digitalworkspace.works. Please also visit our website, www.digitalworkspace.works, and subscribe to our newsletter. And lastly, if you found this episode useful, please share with your friends or colleagues.